I'm Jack Kennedy, and we're here to bring you the latest in MMA. My name is Hunter Boss, and what the boss says goes. What is up, everyone? My name is Keaton McNamara, and you already know what time it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MMA Island Podcast. I am Jack Kennedy, alongside Keelan McNamara and Hunter Boss, and I have no words. Leon Edwards is the champion of the world. We owe Keelan a, a, a shot of hot sauce. Um, so before we start talking about the main event, Hunter and I each have our own Dustin Poirier, Louisiana-style Cajun hot sauce. And we will be taking a shot of this to start off the episode um, because uh, Keelan technically, technically, technically <laughs> predicted Leon Edwards to win. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, for those at home wondering what time it is for everyone here, um, it is 10 o'clock in the morning and I am uh, about an hour away from going to class. So cheers. Bottoms up, gentlemen. <laughs> Salute. Wow. Are we failing? That wasn't that bad. That yeah, might be okay. I'll feel it later, though. <laughs> All right. Um, Hunter, get us started. When what? You <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about first, Jack? Um, Leon versus Usman. Like, how do you feel about it? What, yeah. what happened? Um, how do I feel about Leon versus Usman? Well, I'm going to break down the fight real quick. I'm just going to do a quick <laughs> breakdown for those who didn't maybe didn't see the fight at home. But, um... First round comes, and the unthinkable happens. Leon Edwards lands a single-leg trip on Kamaru Usman, being the first person to ever take down the pound-for-pound champion of the world uh, in Kamaru Usman. And into that takedown, he automatically established full mount and eventually ended up taking his back. Ugh, ew, hot sauce is gross. Um, <laughs> and then rear naked choke after rear naked choke attempt, um, unsuccessful, but still the first person in history to take down Kamaru Usman. Rounds two, three, and four, they were Usman all day. I mean, it, he was getting the better of the striking exchanges. He was um, pressuring Leon Edwards into the clinch. A um, few takedowns were landed over here and there. But um, it's the fifth round I really surprised everyone, let's just say. About four minutes uh, into the into the last round, I should say. Sorry, into the last round, about four minutes into the last round. Um, Usman's still winning, but he's taking his foot out the gas pedal a little bit. You know, maybe getting a little sloppy, and he just dips to the right like Dominic Cruz almost, and freaking, if if you want to call it, the Cheeto Vera upkick comes out of nowhere, knocks out Kamara Usman cold, cold. I mean, this was forty seconds left in the last round of the fight, in a fight in which Kamara Usman was winning handedly. I mean, he was winning the last round as well, but Leon Edwards shocks the whole freaking world. Up kick knockout knocks out the pound for pound best in the world. Man, what a night of fights! Gentlemen, 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 guess who was laughed at for predicting that Leon Edwards would actually do the unthinkable and shock the world? 
I was laughed at. Now, I'm not going to throw it in anybody's face because it was understandable. Kamaru Usman, number one pound-for-pound champion in the world, m most dominant welterweight since George St. Pierre. I have no problems with that. But is Rocky not the most appropriate nickname you have ever heard for Leon Edwards? Oh my good God, this is one of the single greatest moments I've ever seen as an MMA fan. That is how good this was. Hunter, even though he's recovering from his hot sauce shot, which credit to you for doing, by the way, my boys follow through on their bets. We keep it honorable on the MMA Island podcast. You know this. First round, Leon Edwards has a really good start to the fight. Um, You know, he's exchanging really well with Usman, throwing in some nice elbows. And then he does the unthinkable. He takes down Kamaru Usman clean on his back. He gets full mount, repeated rear naked choke attempts, round ends. Good start. We're thinking Leon's going to kick on from here. Kamaru comes back, does what Kamaru does. Wrestling, grinding, frustrating. Against the fence, both guys get worn multiple times by Herb Dean. Basically, it goes the way a Kamaru Usman fight does. Then we come into round five. And something changes in Kamaru Usman. He begins to keep the fight on the feet. And you can hear Leon Edwards' coaches saying, this is the chance, this is the opportunity, this is where you go for it, Leon. And Hunt is really accurate in what he says here. Kamaru Usman almost takes his foot off the pedal a little bit. He thinks the job is done, even though there's a full round to go. He dips his head to his left, to our right. Leon Edwards head kicks him into oblivion it was like the most powerful home run i've ever seen smashes into the side of kamaru usman's head and he's knocked out so badly his eyes aren't even shut he is frozen in time he's hit that bad leon edwards pound for pound headshot dead that is how good that knockout was leon edwards makes history and that is the number one, I am sure it's going to be the number one MMA moment of this year, maybe of this decade, who even knows. Leon Edwards, congratulations, my friend, because you, tr you truly just shocked the world. Yeah, guys. I mean, we witnessed, in my opinion, I think many people's opinion, the greatest comeback in UFC history, MMA history. I mean, he had no, it, just the circumstances around this just makes it one of the best Top 10, top 5 moments of MMA I've ever seen in my entire life is what we saw on Saturday. Because coming into the card, look, the card, if we're being honest, isn't, wasn't that stacked. It wasn't that built up. It's just another Kamar Usman. Okay, he'll get the win. We set up the Chimaya fight. It'll be big, right? That's what the UFC's plan is going into this. Just kind of throw it out there. Well, Leon Edwards, that first round, I was, I was on my feet. Whenever he took his back, I was like, oh my gosh, no way. But then 2, 3, 4, 5 up until the knockout, obviously. It's just a classic Kamar Usman fight. Like, Usman just decided, okay, I'm not taking any more chances, constant pressure, I'm going to take you down. Edwards had tremendous takedown defense, but it's just there's only so much you can do. He's hesitant on the feet because Kamar Usman can take him down at any time. The pressure's getting to him, the altitude. He had tremendous cardio for the amount of wrestling he was doing. I want to give Leon Edwards credit for that, but it's it's just, it takes a lot out of you even still. Um... And then you go into the fifth round, and, and I'm just kind of, you know, I'm a little tired at this point. It's like not too much has been happening in the fight. It's a little a little boring, so I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm zoning out of it at this point. Um, and then out of nowhere, Leon Edwards throws this head kick, 
and knocks Kamara Usman out cold. I didn't even think that was possible that Kamara Usman could get knocked out like that. I didn't even think it was possible. But we saw it. That is why this is the best sport on planet Earth. Um, it, 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 He was out of it. Leon Edwards was completely out of it. It's like if you're losing, I don't know, 3 nothing and have a red card in, 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 in a football game or soccer game, uh, and then... 90th minute, you score four goals and win the game. That just doesn't happen. It's ridiculous. It's it's the greatest, one of the greatest moments I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I I just my reaction to it, I I won't even say on air, but it was ridiculous. I I just all everybody's was it was it was crazy. It's Leon Edwards pulled off one of the biggest upsets of all time in the best way possible, and that has to be the most iconic KO I've seen. Just such a moment, and then his post fight interview is just amazing as well i love everything about this and i'm just i still haven't even processed it it feels like i'm dreaming how can kamara usman get knocked out like that well leon edwards just proved that he can and this is the happiest i've ever been to take a shot of hot sauce so um it's amazing i root for chaos and who knows what's gonna happen we gotta get wembley usman edwards three wembley please it was a great fight um i i felt a lot of the same emotions jack was feeling like i was trying to comport compare to any other moment in sports history you know like say in the super bowl you know if, if if some team's up by 28 points and it's the last quarter that's very slim that the other team's gonna come back and still win the super bowl but that's what just happened we just watched that happen we just watched the equivalent to the super bowl for these mma fighters and he won the last 40 seconds crazy unbelievable fight yeah i mean it there's nothing it's a, for such an incredible moment there's very little you can actually say which is very weird it was tom brady against atlanta it was liverpool against ac milan in 2005 it was man city against qpr in 2012 and aston villa last season you know these are the kind of moments you live for as a sports fan regardless of what fan you are of of whatever sport these are the moments that make it truly great. You know, that is, regardless of what Leon Edwards ever does from now on or whatever Kamaru Usman does from now on, I'm sure he'll be champion again at some point. That was an iconic moment. That was a Mount Rushmore moment for MMA. And you can't put a price in those kind of things. Like, I mean, Jack's right. We can't repeat on air what we said during the fight and its immediate aftermath. But let's just say we will forever remember where we were when this happened and how we felt at that point. And you can't ask for anything more than that. You know, it doesn't matter who was right and who was wrong. That's not the point. The point is, it was a truly amazing moment. And I'm privileged that we all got to witness it. It was truly great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just, it's it's amazing. It's 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 a, it's a moment that we, like you said, we'll all remember uh, it's just, I, I, again, I can't really expound on it because there's just so much to think about. And I just, I root for chaos and we just got chaos, uh, for the welterweight division. The welterweight division just got that much more exciting because it's open. It's open season now. Colby Covington's back in it. Chumayev's going to have to wait a little bit longer. Obviously, Usman is going to get the immediate title shot. Who knows what's going to happen? It's exciting and I'm looking forward to it. But let's talk about the rest of the card real quick. Um, starting with, we got two retirements potential. Well, one for sure retirement. A potential retirement. We're going to talk about the for sure retirement first. Um, Luke Rockhold retired after a crazy fight with Paulo Costa in the coming event. Hunter, what did you think about the fight and Luke Rockhold's retirement? I thought it was the surest thing in the world that Paulo Costa was going to knock out Luke Rockhold. 
Yeah. I almost say sure as Kamara Usman beating Leon Edwards. But I mean, we were in for a night of surprises. For me, that fight I witnessed was the fight of the year. I had so <laughs> much fun from the start to the finish because it was so freaking unpredictable. It was probably the worst performance from both fighters could have gave, but that's because it, that's what made it so fun. Probably. Yeah. They were keeping their hands down. They're talking shit to each other back and forth. <laughs> Rockwood's like, you a bitch. Lands a right hand. Paulo yeah. Costa stun. You know, he's wobbling. Yeah. What the hell just happened? Yeah. I'm, I'm freaking out the entirety of the yeah. fight. And towards the end, when Rockwood's on top, smearing the blood all over the face. Oh. Everyone, I, I was I was talking to my buddies and like, ew, that's gross. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's a little gross. But that's some BJ Penn badass shit yeah. right there. I don't care what anyone says. That was one of the most badass things I've ever seen in the freaking UFC. And who knew that it was Luke Rockhold being the badass? You know, I wasn't going to fucking expect it. That's for sure. But, I mean, yeah. the undefeated strike force uh, champion and fucking UFC middleweight champion, former UFC middleweight champion of the world, gets it. I mean, doesn't get it done. But, I mean, he gets my respect. Yeah. And I think that's a lot more than he was going to get before, even if he just won the fight. You know, he got my respect. I think he got a lot of other people's respect. If you wanted to keep fighting, I think you'd have a good fan base nowadays. I, I'm a fan of Luke Rockhold now. Uh, that was so much fun. Paulo Costa, on the other hand, no, I'm done with I, I'm dropping him like a hot case, you know. <laughs> he can't knock out Luke Rockhold. You know, yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to, like, like, I mean, he got close a few times, and he definitely did damage to Rockhold. And, I mean, I remember that body shot he threw, and then, then Rockhold winced. And he turned away like that. Oh my yeah. god, the whole fight was so good. It was so <laughs> animated from start to finish, you know. But I don't want to take anything else away from Jack and Keeler. So I'll just stop it right no, there. That's but can I just say fight of the year for me? Fight of the year. Dude, Hunter, feel free to keep going. You know, I've had too many rounds on this podcast. We need a round from you. If you want to go ahead and take the stage, you are welcome to take it, my friend. But wow, what a fight! What a freaking fight. I mean, look, I was this pick I was being idiotic on. That uh, that I will admit. I said Luke Rockhold would win as a throwaway just to be funny. I did I did not think he would actually win, but boy did we get a fight. Um I mean Luke Rockhold was the most unfit I've ever seen him. Yet he was throwing ninja shit, you know, spinning tornado kicks into the body of Paulo Costa. You know, he, he gets one shot landed against him and he plays possum, putting his hands on his knees. And then he's landing straight lefts and rights to Holocaust and nearly knocking him out. I mean, we just said there are people about two minutes ago why we love this sport because of the Edward Zeusman fight. This fight is the other reason why we love this sport so much. Just, it, it, just completely technically imperfect fighting. It was like such an old school fight again. It was like um, oh, who was there? Was two fighters in the Ultimate Fighter in like two thousand and six, and one of them played possum with a body shot and then knocked his. Opponent. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know that fight. It was a bit like that, and that's why I love this fight because when I saw this fight, I didn't necessarily see Luke Rockhold and Paulo Costa. It was like Sean Shirk all over again. It was guys like that again, like Rich Franklin. It was such a good throwback fight. And that's what I loved. You know, I genuinely thought the, the next good shot Paulo Costa lands, Luke Rockhold, is going to be knocked out worse than Usman was. 
And instead, he takes the shot. He's like, F you, F you, lands a straight right hand and completely, I mean, Paulo Costa is on wobbly legs at this point. It wasn't just a clean shot. He actually stung him really badly. And then they end up on the ground. Like Rockhold shoots in desperately for his stupid takedown. Paulo Costa's on top. Rockhold gets back on top with 30 seconds left. And then he smears the blood into the face. And all. oh my God, it was absolutely brilliant and the best part aside from the fight is that Luke Rockhold did the one thing I never thought Luke Rockhold could do he was liked and that sounds like a very basic statement to make but what you got to remember is that nobody liked I don't think even Luke Rockhold like Luke Rockhold when he was champion nobody liked him and he went out put it all on the line one more time and he retires the hero we never thought he could be just wow that is look that's the perfect way to say it like i was just thinking that like luke rockhold i i, I was cheering when he got flattened by uh or by uh jan blahovich and, and and michael bisping and everything like that just because like it's just the way he would carry himself and everything but i mean that was just awesome that fight was just awesome all the way around like you guys described it perfectly i mean just I, I never thought I would see that. That's the certified UFC moment whenever he turned over and started rubbing the blood in his face. I mean, that was just amazing. I, I love it. Uh, I was losing my mind. Whole fight. Same as Hunter. Only thing I disagree with you, Keelan, but the only thing I disagree with you is I don't think he was playing possum. I think he was genuinely exhausted. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Rockhold. Like, he was out. And Paulo Costa was, too, but he's always tired so he had like more of a poker face luke rockhold oh my gosh after the first round was done and so he would just go against the cage do these big wind-up shots and and land them occasionally it's just i don't know how luke first off credit to luke rockhold because i thought he would get flattened i thought the body oh, shots yeah. would finish him but really i mean the only shot that was really i mean well i'm not gonna say the only shot that was really close to finishing him but the only shot that put him down was the the cup shot that paulo costa landed which was awful um but i mean just so much credit to him he kept fighting to the final bell i won't talk too much because you guys nailed it perfectly but just what a fight what a coming event and look even when you guys when even when you have two guys that are completely exhausted and out of it that almost makes for a better fight because they're there's they're just like going crazy I don't think this is my my fight of the year. I think it's the runner up to uh, Yuri versus Glover for me, um, but just ridiculous. I, I loved every second of it. And I after I watched this fight, I was like, "What could top this in the main event?" And I'm thinking Usman's just going to dominate. What could potentially top this? Well, Leon Edwards could top that. But this is why we have to talk about this coming event because it was so good, amazing fight. But guys, that was not the only retirement on the card potentially. Marab Devalashvili says that Jose Aldo talked to him afterwards and said that that was his last fight in the UFC. What do we think about Jose Aldo potentially leaving the sport after that? Well, first off, I would like to say that I think it is terrible that Marab Devalashvili came out and said this. Yes, I agree. I think yes. if anyone were yes. to come out and say this news, it would be Jose Aldo. 100%. You know, Marab doesn't decide when Aldo retires, and if he didn't announce it, then he hasn't retired. You know, and he, he doesn't have to retire. I'm just going to say it right now, too. He's hanging in with the best of the UFC. Maybe that's his last run of the title, but there's so many more things you could still accomplish. You could bring, you could build up your resume. You could beat more people, you know. Maybe a BMF for a fucking bantamweight will be made soon. Aldo would be the runner-up to get that BMF belt, I think. But still, 
I don't I don't know what to think about this retirement. The only thing I think about it is how bad of I how how much I dislike Marab for coming out and saying yeah, this. For real. Like I, I never had any ill will towards Marab in the slightest. I he always kept his mouth shut. He showed up in really cool outfits, you know. He was a he was like the cool guy that was the really good wrestler too. And now I'm like, you know, like, dude, come on. Like, don't 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 take away someone else's fame after you just beat him too. Not only did he win. But he, he won he won in a fashion that wasn't ex- extremely exciting. No. <laughs> and then he goes out and says, "Yeah, Aldo told me he's going to retire, so he's he's probably going to retire." That's just terrible for me. And also, there could potentially be another retirement. I don't know if you guys heard, but Paulo Costa might have just one fight left in him in uh, the UFC. Yeah. Came out saying this, so I don't know who his next fight's going to be, but it could be the last one. So it's a night of retirements all around. Yeah. There's two parts to this segment, and the first part I could not agree with Hunter more on. First of all, Marab Devashvili, I lost a lot of respect for him for coming out and saying that. It was totally unnecessary. It was a dickhead move. He knew what he was doing, and he didn't need to do it. You know, you've got the win. You've got the win over, like, the num- I think it was, I think Aldo was, like, number There's four, three, five, six, somewhere around there. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I can, he, he's he's high up in the division anyway is the point I'm making you know you've got the win you've beaten him you've probably won all three rounds just walk away just let Aldo have his moment the fans in Salt Lake City loved him let him have his moment with his family and with his fans you don't need to do that Marab instead what he's done is now he he's made himself look really really bad because he's taken away Aldo's moment Aldo is nothing but a class act always has been always will be he didn't try and impede on Marab he didn't try and steal the spotlight so don't do it to him okay it's just basic courtesy don't do it Marab the second part is that negativity and disrespect notwithstanding Jose Aldo should definitely not retire in my opinion now look I'm not Jose Aldo obviously, and I'm not one of Josie Aldo's coaches, obviously, but he's still got so much more to give. You know, he, okay, yes, Marab's wrestling was smothering, but Jose looked really good. You know, Marab didn't want anything to do with the striking exchanges. Jose was still better than him in that department, and he still has got so much more to give. In fact, I actually have booked Jose Aldo's next fight. I have booked his next fight. Do you want to know what that next fight is? There's a card in Rio de Janeiro coming up at the end of this year, beginning of next year. So, boys, we're flying to Rio. We're going to the heart of South America. And you know who's going to be uh, Jose Aldo's dance partner? Anybody want to guess who it is? Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz. You are absolutely correct, Jack. Ding, ding, ding. You win. We are going to Rio de Janeiro. Dominic Cruz, Jose Aldo. A legendary battle. Whether it's a main, co-main, whatever, I don't care. Jose Aldo has got so much more to give this division. Dominic Cruz has more to give this division as well. Let's put on a true BMF-worthy fight and put those two guys in the octagon. But to sum up the segment and my answer to it, Jose Aldo should not retire because he has got so much more left. Yeah, look, I, I think that's well said. I love the Dominic Cruz shout because that's what I think. I think, look, maybe one more fight. I think maybe one more fight. And the reason I say that is because it was just not, it was lackluster, that Marab fight. And it's just like, because 
first off, Jose Aldo defended pretty much every single takedown from Rob, and he took them. I think it was literally every takedown. I don't think yeah. he actually got one. He was and he attempted fifteen or something like that. It was insane, and and, and but it was just he. He wasn't able to fire forward because he was just so afraid and Marab would just keep going to the takedown every three seconds. So it just wasn't, if we're being honest, it wasn't a great fight. Uh-huh. Um, and and good thing the rest of the card lived up to it. But that, that fight was a little disappointing. Uh, it's just like, I want one more fight. Fighting in Rio against Dominic Cruz, throwback, potentially the, the GOAT at, at Bantamweight versus one of the best featherweights of all time going at it i mean that would just be amazing it's like a a, a, a you know dream matchup from it's 20... 2011 all over again exactly so i would love it i think that's 100 percent the fight to make and and look what you guys said exactly my thoughts and, I, and not enough people are talking about this marava should not have done that and, and no like i really haven't i've been scrolling through i haven't seen anyone really talking about that but it's just it's uh, why should you say and that's a private moment where they're talking and everything like that and again, I even think it would be different if he did it and it was a crazy fight. It'd still be wrong, but at least be in the heat of the moment. It just wasn't a good fight. And then you're saying that it's not it's not a good look. It's not a good look. But look, if he does retire, obviously credit to Jose Aldo. But I'm with you. One more fight. Rio, Dominic Cruz, Keelan, you nailed it. That's the one to do. And I, I think I think Jose will do it. I think one more fight for Aldo. You know, he hasn't said he's retiring. I think I think he's got one more fight in him. Yeah, that's the fight to make. Like there's no other fight to make. Yeah, uh, for both fighters, Dominic Cruz. It's a le- it, 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 it's a legends fight. Hundred percent. Maybe make a belt, the legends belt. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. But don't make it like a giant L because that'd be fucked up. But um, <laughs> uh, still, I, it would be a fun oh, fight. That's the fight I still want to see. Yeah. Um, it was a boring fight that happened this weekend. But that's not Auto's fault in the slightest. No. That's Div Shivali not being able to get the takedown, and that's Auto not being able to get out of the clinch. So it was, it takes two to make a boring fight. Yeah. So it, I, I'm not going to give all the blame on Div Shivali just because of what he said. Aldo's partially responsible, but I think Aldo did as good as he could have done. So I think a uh, good fight, definitely the fight to make in Rio de Janeiro. I agree. But uh, what a, what a night of fight boys. What a night yeah. of fights. Oh, Oh, what one of, I'm not saying it's the card of the year. Cause I don't know if it is or not. But just as an aesthetic, it was one of the best fight nights of the year by far. It just, it was such a good feeling, you know. And a lot, and I actually think as well, there was a lot of geography bias in this card as well. I think a lot of people saw that because this fight was in Utah, a lot of people overlooked it. And they were very, very foolish to do so if they did, because God, it was amazing. And by the way, if anybody from Utah is watching this somehow, shout out to Utah, because your crowd was fantastic as well, by the way. You were absolutely brilliant all night. I loved the crowd. The energy was brilliant. And yeah, um, my final thoughts on this before I hand back over to Jack. Jose Aldo, Rio next year. We're going to make it happen. We're also going to put Paulo Costa for the last fight of his contract there because I think that makes sense. And screw it, let's put Charles Oliveira in that card as well. <laughs> All Brazil, Rio, let's get it done. Yeah, Oliveira Volkanovski for the uh, champ champ status, Rio. Keelan, I got to call you out a little bit, because we're talking about how great the card is. On our predictions for the post, you wrote massive L on half of the card, on the on the bottom half of the card. Yeah, I did. The fights were not good. <laughs> the crowd were good. <laughs> so freaking confident. They're fucking dead. What? What's it to you, Jack? <laughs> the the okay. The prelims. 
there was a couple that weren't great, but they those fires came to fight as well. They I I I would give them their credit. It was a great night all around, capped off by one of the greatest moments in UFC history that I still don't believe and I still haven't even processed yet. Amazing podcast, guys. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. You can listen to us everywhere, literally everywhere, including iTunes and Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at MMA.Island.Podcast and our other Instagram, the main one, MMA.Island, and check out our website, MMAIsland.net. Um, well, you'll see, but yesterday we announced the winner of the giveaway. Uh, please make sure to follow us because there's more giveaways to come, lots more content and everything. So again, thank you everyone so much for listening and great podcast, guys. Thank you guys. Thanks again, everyone.